I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Boom. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, and I'm JT Timmons. And welcome to a from one to wicked. Ooh. Ooh. I love from one to wicked. They're fun. They are so one to wicked. Bloody McKenzie. Bloody I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. <laughs> Bloody McKenzie. Because every from one to wicked, we mentioned Bloody McKenzie. That's true. Because that's our highest ranking. That's our high, out of nine. That's our highest ranking entity. Go back all the way back to check out Bloody McKenzie. Uh, because that was just oh my god it was such a good episode love bloody mckenzie i saw him he's cool so um, this one though is called the kasha if the you kasha. if you remember like in madagascar where they're like kasha, the fasa the fasa <laughs> is coming <laughs> <laughs> that's what i picture with this uh, uh, that's funny well, that takes away a little bit of the venom right there no it's not that wicked no they were horrified <laughs> at the fasa <laughs> Remember, because yeah, the fossil were, wanted they? to eat all the lemurs. Yeah, it was Madagascar was dark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lemurs kind of deserved it. But. No, <laughs> it was I mean, just like was li- what, what was the little the little lemur Mort who was like yeah. the is He coming! deserved it the most. <laughs> Oh, oh, we 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 we've you come like tr- some <laughs> some. I some just know how things. to. I know how to like. You uh, just uh, the right big button. <laughs> how cute is it versus how much it deserves to die is a a very uh, well touchy uh, subject. So we'll get into what the kasha eat because the kasha eats grosser things than lemurs for yes. sure. Well, there you go. Um, but anywho, oh. before we get into our episode, uh, JT, do you want to thank some para junkies for us? Yes. Thank you all the pair junkies. Every last one of you. Every Every single one. one. You know what? Yeah. We're thanking all the pair junkies today. Because I don't have my list up. Are they responsible for (laughs) But we are thanking all the pair junkies today. Are they responsible for the lovely camera that is? uh, They are. They are. Okay. Yes. I will say that right now. Uh, We bought 40% of the Black Magic Studio that we are going to have 100% of here uh, before the year ends. Uh, Live streams are going to be extra crispy soon. We're going to be live streaming way more and we're going to be live streaming publicly more too. Um, We are, uh, you know, we've just realized that people love live streams and um, also... Uh, they were shot on an A7S3 before, which is not supposed to be run for long periods of time. So the para junkies uh, have helped us get this beautiful Black Magic Pro 6K. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, Fancy. it's lovely. Madison Fancy. and, yep, Madison and Chris are on it right now. So we just really appreciate the para junkies. Every single one of y'all, seriously, it, it means the world uh, when you just, you know, stick with us and support us and help us grow because that's exactly what we're doing right now. We are growing and putting the money in the right places. So become a para junkie for zero ads, uh, crispy, stupid, crispy live streams. Crispy. And um, just, you know, like we're updating the page like almost every single day with posts and, you know, just to keep up with us and support us. So we appreciate the support. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, that. Uh, and then... Happy Halloween! Woo! Happy Halloween, guys! Halloween. Yep, yep, yep. Halloween. 
Tell them, uh, tell, oh God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Madison, go ahead and uh, tell them, wh- this is the first episode of Halloween. This is. Tell them what they've won. You have won a kasha. 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 Yes. Yeah, so this is going to be a five-part series uh, because JT and I, uh, when this is up, we will be in Hawaii at that point. Yay! Um, so, which is pretty fun. Yes, we will be in Hawaii uh, because my sister. Wait, is gr- we're not going to be in Hawaii yet. When is it's this sad. going up? <laughs> so this is going up the Saturday before we go to Hawaii, baby. I'm so sorry, Debria. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, um, well, that's going to be cut. We will almost be in Hawaii when this is going up. We will be in Hawaii in a few days after this is up. But to get you kicked off, we will be here with this. (laughs) Crystal clear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, so JT and I are going to Hawaii to celebrate my sister graduating college, yada, yada, yada. Um, And there is so many haunted things. So we decided to do a whole series on Hawaiian spirits. So each episode will be a surprise of what it will be. Um, But we have lots of fun stuff, including a two-parter episode. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yes, true crime, two-parter. Well, there's a true crime episode, a two-parter episode, from one to wicked. We just got it. All of our segments. You know, we, we got it going. So it's going to be really super duper dope. Um, and if you want to see the places yes. that we're going to be talking about in this series, become a para junkie because they're going to get to actually see it live with us there. Hopefully we don't die at these locations. Ideally. Very, that would be, very well, although, I mean, dangerous. really for numbers, if you could die, that would be amazing. Honestly? No, no. <laughs> no, JT. That was a joke. What about <laughs> severely hurt? No, <laughs> not severely. I mean, if you want to do that, honestly, that's up to this you. is some black mirror junk, right? Right. That's <laughs> yeah. of it's which, like it's like we're just like ah, you know, trying to go Just a side note: if you haven't watched the new season of Black Mirror, you need to go do it. It is absolutely Yo, phenomenal, so fantastic. The second episode is just yeah. The second kiss. episode's amazing, but also not a sponsor. All right, here we go. Yet yeah. we're just endorsing, saying it yes. is good. Yes, yes, yes. We should yes. one to wicked the um, the episodes. Ooh, all right. Oh, anyways, okay. So, Akasha! Akasha! so what is it? It is an ancient uh, Japanese creature. The literal translation of uh, translation of it is fire cat. Wow. So, fire wow. cat. Wow. Spicy cat. Spicy, Spicy cat. Um, so. <laughs> Now, mind you, I do want to preface this particular from Wonder Wicked. This is technically a Japanese folklore, but because it is Polynesia, there is a lot of influence from Japan in Hawaii in particular. So you'll see a lot of crossover with this. And I will tell you, if we wanted to do a second part of this, just in the Japanese folklore, if you remember how the gorilla was with Mm. her backstory. Oh, Lord. That is very similar to the Kasha. The Kasha also has like a whole drama that is oh, yeah. associated so, with it. Very rich in their folklore. I yes. mean, they get nitty, nitty gritty. gritty. They go way, way, way into detail of all of them. If you go, you know, if you want to know about the Tengu, if you want to know about all these creatures in Japanese folklore, they do deep dives uh, because they, they they live too on a volatile little island Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they were afraid of being wiped out by the gods because it was such a deep dive it involved a lot of themes and 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 imagery that were not necessarily 
uh, for public consumption, let's say. She <laughs> had a, she, divorces. Yes, yeah, she, 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 she did a lot of she, yes. she did a lot of things that that we are we we are in no way trying to endorse. She or, had babies and balloons on Balloon her tail. Balloon babies. It, I, was, which, it was stuff that only super fans could digest. That <laughs> yeah. is why I made it a pair of junkies. I was like, only Ashley Werner and everybody else is going to love See, Jameson's going to be in JT this. <laughs> is not a big fan of when I bring up folklore. He doesn't. He doesn't like the hoopla of it. So yeah, no. Yeah. But folklore is it's by and large how people got around the unexplained. Yeah. When something unexplained happened, the folklore came. But there's always roots. Like even today, when we're telling ghost stories, and we're ta- we're we are basically forming our folklore based on experience and based on all of these things that we put together, and we could be way off. You know, uh, I I have this like weird sensation that in about a hundred years, there's going to be some device, and it's going to be like, can you believe that people used to like be really afraid of ghosts when you know now I can press this button and talk to my dead grandpa? You know, uh, and it, it's going to be so commonplace. There's something that we don't understand, we don't know. That's very simple in explanation, um, but right now we're we're all about the oohs and the oogity boogities. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, you have to know folklore if you're going to take any of this seriously, because folklore was very serious to the people of the time, mm-hmm. you know, superstitions came about, you know, we talk about fairy lore a lot. Um, but the truth of the matter is those were ways that people were trying to explain and express very concrete things that were happening. And maybe it was, you know, just one of the villagers was a nut and eight children, but they were like, okay, don't go that way. Right. <laughs> What's that direction? Well, uh, the moss is funny on that tree. Okay, the, the moss is a monster. Moss monster. Moss and, monster. And so those, those are the kinds of things that we have to pay attention to. And, you know, ultimately folklore is um, almost a roadmap to how we developed, you know, how we developed as, as human beings. So don't ignore folklore. It's true. Yep, yep, yep. So, anywho, with that being said, um, just wanted to preface that. So, there's a whole deep dive in how the Kasha interacts in Japan, because I know there will be people who are being like, well, I had learned that the Kasha did this, this, yeah, and right, this. Right. So, I'm going off of the Polynesian version sure. of the Kasha. Right. So, bear with that. Anyways, so, it directly translates to fire cat. Rare. Um, it is a creature that frequently um kind of hangs out before we go any further isn't jt highly susceptible to people making cat noises oh god no stop no anyway um so (laughs) anyway back to uh melissa thayer said yay new camera so cool don (laughs) don nielsen said yes my fiance is so jealous of the new camera lauren uh not a cow said Madison and Chris's perfectly synchronized hula dance gave me all the serotonin I need for today. <laughs> and Melissa Thayer said, that would be awesome to be able to talk to the dead like that. Yeah. That would be cool. But, yes. Um, so, it is a creature that frequents populated areas, and um, that is where it gets its dietary sustenance. Num, num, num. Mm, num, num, num. Um, because it enjoys eating fresh human corpses. Yes. Oh, yeah. Delightful, right? 
Mm, yummy. So anyways, according to the lore, these creatures are a type of bake neko, um, living among human beings under the guise of a common house cat or stray. So I guess don't trust your jellical cats uh, in your neighborhood because they might be a kasha. Kasha. So they are bipedal, <laughs> which is horrifying. <laughs> Just a cat walking around. <laughs> hey, meow. Well, okay. So if you look at the illustrations of this, especially in the Japanese versions of the kasha, they have hair, like human right. hair. Right, 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 right. Um, they wear like robes and they are walking around like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just a normal cat. And I'm like, <laughs> meow. <laughs> like what cat in, in Japan or Hawaii? Could you point me to the morgue? <laughs> it's just like, hmm, I'm feeling a little bit peckish. Uh, does anybody know where the nearest blood bank is? <laughs> you know? Anyways, but um, yeah, I just, the, the bipedal thing really tickles my brain in a weird way because I just can't imagine like that doesn't set off some type of alarm in your head. Like, hey, my cat walks on two legs. Isn't that, well, that weird? Now I've owned at least two cats, three, three cats in my lifetime that spent a lot of time up on its haunch, like up, upright. And sure. it, it always alarmed me. Um, I had a cat who used to take the food and eat it like a squirrel, like take what? it out of its its bowl and stand and eat it, holding That's it. Cute. They're so weird. And it's just weird, right? You, you see it and you're like, "That's not right. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? What's what's going Did on?" Did you have a kasha? Maybe. Yeah. There were no uh, corpses around my house. Must have been eaten by uh, by the kasha. By the kasha, they were keeping you corpse free. From- they were. They were good. Good work, kasha. Good, good work, babies. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so they are bipedal and larger than most um, cats. And they are accompanied by flames from hell. Oh, where- well, <laughs> that's always a dead giveaway. Right? That there might be something wrong with your cat. Meow. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. Got to remember. You're- my cat has hellfire around him. Is that weird? Is that strange? Anyone? Do the do the Hawaiian and Japanese humane societies just have a lot of problems <laughs> with the flaming cats? It's like we got the flaming cat again. Let it go. Just let it go. Don't bring it in here. EO Serenity said, new fear unlocked. Neighbor's cat could be an Akasha. LOL. Note to self, be extra nice to the cat. Be, be extra, extra nice. nice to the cat. Yes. Leave out. Although it might not bother you until you're dead. So right. No. So if you cut your finger off, just know you could leave that as an offering to your jellical kashas um, around well, your neighborhood. There you, you go. Know? And they'll, they'll leave you alone. They'll leave you alone. Or they'll just hang out waiting. They're like, waiting. One day. One day she'll go. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. Licking their lips every time they see you. <laughs> Anyways. So sorry for those noises for those who had to listen to that. Anyways. Um, so they are accompanied by flames from hell where they make their advent in the evening during rainy or stormy weather. So they're on fire when it's raining. Hopefully. That's hellfire for you. Literally. So um, they particularly are dangerous uh, when funerals are occurring. Oh, sure as you can imagine, uh, because they then reveal themselves in their true forms, which are these horrifying, like, demented-looking creatures. And they are known to snatch corpses and spirit them to hell um, for punishment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. The corpses okay. or the souls attached to the corpses? I mean... I think both. I oh, think they're oh. trying to say, like, basically... The, the freshly dead, you know, yeah, they're okay. trying to snatch them and take them to hell. Because the logic was, is the Kasha would only get you if you were evil. Like if you were full of malevolence in your life or you did a lot of bad stuff, then the Kasha is going to come and they're going to snatch you and take you down to hell. Which seems almost like a, a Western ideology in my regard. Well, and... It, Probably worth like an examination somewhere down the road is the the Asian cultures hells. Sure. Uh, the fact that they have hell is fascinating, but the many varied levels of hell that they participate in is also very interesting. So uh, again, a, a future episode: Asian hell. Asian hell. Asian hell. Yeah. Or actually, excuse me, East Asian hell. Yes. <laughs> is that right? East East Asian East Asian. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like. The logic is, I guess, maybe it's a, a hell of just corpses and flaming cats. Is, do the Kasha have their own realm? I don't know. Well, yes. In, 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 in so many words, there, there are hells for very specific, like, um, and, and I guess it's universal. So it's weird. It's worth examining how cultures come up with this idea that after death there is some kind of punishment awaiting you right um and in many cultures those punishments are relegated to specific like um the nine levels of hell it's like if you're a liar you're here if you're a murderer you're here if you you know um but in asian it gets very 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 specific (laughs) Uh, because a lot of times your hell is derived by the manner of death that you had or you know so there's a lot of different takes on on what hell is what the afterworld is so there you go we'll have to do so this is the hell of being dragged by by, a fiery cat by fiery cat there (laughs) you go um so a couple other things that the kashas will do is they will also animate a corpse as a puppet so they like so they like to play with their food Um, or they will simply eat it as their meal. Mm. Yeah, they'll set the table. They'll get like all the nice fine china out and they'll just put the corpse down and go to town. Because, you know, I can only imagine how hungry they must be in between meals because... Right. Waiting for somebody waiting for to somebody kick somebody off. Waiting for somebody in your vicinity to just die. Turn um, your ass into meow mix. Yeah. Oh, that's God. That's Anyways. Meow mix. Fancy um, feast. Up so, in here. but more often than not, the Kasha are known to indulge in the latter. So they just want to eat you, basically, um, which sounds on par for cats, you know? Right. Uh, I could totally see a lot of cats that I've met wanting to just like munch down. Well, isn't there that, that thing where they're like, how long will your pet wait until it eats you? Right. And a dog will wait like until it's almost dead of starvation, but a cat is like 12 hours. I'm like, <laughs> I, I have slept more than 12 hours. That means that <laughs> at least, you know, a few times in my life, my cat's been like, well, he's not getting up. <laughs> wow. So if you ever wake up and your cat's like on your chest, just staring you down, it's thinking about eating it's you. It's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the Kashas are also known to uh, as Yokie, um, that would steal corpses from cemeteries. Also makes sense. You know, if they're really hungry, they're like, eh, I'll just- Yokai? Yokai. Is it, Maybe I've, is it a yokai? 
It Y O with the line over it. K A I. Yes. Yeah, yokai. Okay. So yokais are um, spirits responsible for disturbances of all types. Like uh, there's a there's a yokai responsible for burping. Uh, there's a yokai responsible for making you late. Um, they are very pesky spirits. Very well. That makes sense because they're um, going grave digging as well, right. and so right. that would be the the yokai of missing corpses. So when you go to school without your homework, the yokai a yokai has has gotten yeah. There you go. Okay. So if uh, the next time for Jameson, um, who's listening, this next time you don't do your homework, just tell your teacher. Hey, hey, hey! We are not. We're not endorsing, endorsing not to do not your, doing homework, your homework, but if, but it, if happens, it happens, just tell him the yokai got it. <laughs> yokai ate my homework. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they would steal corpses from the cemeteries because I guess, you know, if there's no fresh bodies, you go, you know, just go digging through for the leftovers, you know, in the fridge. But um, it is also said that cats that grow old would turn into this yokai. Interesting. And their true identity is actually a nekomata, which is a monster that has some differences in it, um, depiction on whether or not it is a mountain one or a domestic one. Interesting. Um, so I think what they mean by mountain or domestic is based off of if they are a feral right. um, yokai mm-hmm. or if they are a living in your house yokai. That makes um, sense. Because the feral ones are horrific looking. And so, which makes sense because they're feral. They're feral. Right. Uh, they're they, wild. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but all the same though, they turn into these monsters the older they get. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so your elderly so cat. I'm beginning to think that Japan just didn't like cats. Right. <laughs> like, what a, is that cat still doing around? You know, when it gets old, it's just going to eat you. you it know? is. <laughs> it's going to turn into a horrific monster. Uh, you might as well just go throw it back to the mountains. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, Tiffany so. uh, Canetta said on the live stream comments, uh, Tiffany said, my paternal grandparents were from Hawaii and they used to tell us about Obake coming to get us. Oh, Obake. Obake. What, t- Tiffany, you must you Yeah, must Tiffany, describe. let us know what the Obake is. I'll read it in the uh, in the comments. And then Don Neal sent me out at me. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Yes. This no. is a trend. <laughs> if you want to send in small videos of you meowing. No. Please do. <laughs> Stop. Let's so, move on. Personally, the imagery that I think is the creepiest version of the Kasha is that there are other cases where the Kasha is depicted as an Oni and it is carrying the damned in a cart to hell. Can you imagine this massive fiery cat carrying a cart of dead people to hell? Nope. Don't like it. horrifying. (laughs) Don't like it. JT's starting to like this one. I can see it in his face. He's like, I like this fiery... And it's only the damned? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's going to rate low on my scale there, Betty. Well. (laughs) Because that's righteous, not wicked. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. Um, From one to righteous, we're looking at, you know, nine. It's like the most crazy looking creature. Like, imagine a cat, long hair, walking on its back peats, flaming tail, flames around it. Carrying a cart of dead people—that's that's creepy on my on my gar- regard. But yeah, but it's not from one to creepy; it's from one to wicked. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> creepy okay. things are wicked. Okay. So, anyways, ways to protect your corpses for those of you uh-huh. who are living in Japan and or um, Hawaii. So, 
As a method of protecting corpses from kasha, at a temple um, a kasha is said to live near, a funeral is performed twice. And it is said that by putting a rock inside the coffin for the first funeral, this protects the corpse from being stolen by the kasha. So you got to trick the kasha. And the first you gotta funeral. trick the kasha. Yes, so you gotta put the rock in the kasha, or so if you think there's a kasha living by your temple where you're gonna have the funeral, you put the rock in the coffin, had the funeral once, kasha's gonna try to steal a rock mm-hmm. instead of the body. Then kasha's gonna get frustrated because it's like, oh, cool, no human here. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Go, there, then, there you go. And then we're going to have the funeral again, and now we're all good to go. So, just kind of explain some of the elaborate. And, and mind you, I'm pretty sure that every culture has creatures, specifically corpse eaters, because throughout history we've been plagued by scavenger animals that will dig true. up. Uh, you know, because in the West we have ghouls. You know, the the concept of ghouls uh, digging into graves and and pillaging and eating the bones and and because we see evidence of it. And we don't want to just say, oh, well, these are like wild dogs or, you know, a wolf came in or or whatever it is that in nature provided. We say it's a monster. Um, There's a a belief that the... uh, uh, all of the superstitions around the creatures that come for the dead, vampires and 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 um, ghouls and things, led to us filling our bodies with formaldehyde, and uh, you know uh, protecting us, trying to starve out these creatures, and that's why we don't see them as much anymore. Is we started. Um, making the bodies unsuitable for these creatures to eat, and now we've we've literally starved the ghouls to death. By uh, by basically polluting our corpses, by poisoning our corpses. <laughs> now that makes sense as well. Um, another way is that you can leave a hair razor on top of the coffin, which would prevent the kasha from sealing the corpse. Also makes sense. I mean, a razor is always a good method. Plus, you know? have you ever tried to like shave a cat? No, don't, don't shave do a that. cat. <laughs> There's multiple ways to do it, I heard. Anyways, um, it is said that before a funeral procession, um, you have to chant, I will not let the Baku feed on this, or I will not let Kasha feed on this, and you have to chant it twice. Another way is said that a Kasha is avoided by playing a um, Mayobaki, Bachi? Mayobachi? A traditional Japanese musical instrument. Oh, sure. I guess they don't like the sound of the Mayobachi, so okay. you can Who play does? that. No, right. it's not a... It's not a popular instrument, I don't think. What kind of instrument is it? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, how popular sound? can it be? I'll play it in my microphone. Hold yes. on. Uh, when you it's really think about Mayabachi? it. Uh, M-Y-O-B-A-C-H-I. Is it the weird single string thing? Maybe. Or That's what it? I would think. Yeah. But All right. So it looks like... Let's see. You can keep going, Manny. Okay. Well, I was going to say, if your cat is uh, maybe play the sound around your cat at home and see how it reacts to it. Although Japanese music is not widely loved. Okay, so. Yeah. yeah. They don't like it. They don't like it. All right. So test your cats at home and see what happens. Oh, a classic. Weren't strings used to be made out of cat gut? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Ooh, interesting. So... Um, now, the incidents that have occurred in Hawaii that have been both associated with kashas. Um, the first one happened on August 13th, 1942, my birthday, but in 1942, very fun. 
I like that. An article appeared. Subtle way to plug. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I just, you never see things happen on my birthday. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, an article appeared in the Honolulu Star Bulletin that described a haunting incident that they blamed on the evil doings of uh, Kahuna and otherwise known as, um, there was another article that was written about it being the Kasha House. So, Answering a call at 1.25 a.m., police sergeant Mosley Cummins and patrolman Robert Anseth found a 10-year-old Hawaiian boy and his two sisters, ages 18 and 20, on their living room sofa, shrieking in fear. The mother, also shrieking, was waving Thai leaves and sprinkling Hawaiian salt to ward off ghosts. The mother stated that at 10 p.m., her 10-year-old son detected the odor of a ghost, which is associated with Kasha's because it uh, is said that they, when they appear around you, there is a sulfurous smell. Classic. I thought it would be burnt cat. Mm. Well, you may, I mean, it might be a little bit. It may bit. be one and the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, her 10-year-old son had detected the odor of a ghost in their Kaimuki um, home, and apparently... Angry at being found out, the spirits attacked him and subsequently his two sisters repeatedly attempting to strangle him. My husband who left me is to blame, the mother added. So the husband had recently died and they think that the Kasha is still hanging around afterwards and they uh, they did not like being found out. So after a struggle that lasted for a good hour and a half, the police, I know what, what (laughs) the police, that's a feature length movie, right? (laughs) The fighting demon cat for an hour and a half. (laughs) Well, it's like a WWE event. It had transformed into the yokai at that point. So it's like, um, so the police yielded the troubled home, um, to a, uh, to a kahuna, and took the woman to her sister's home for safety around 3 a.m. They Even the police were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't stay here. Um, <laughs> and the woman, uh, Hawaiian woman's earlier use of Thai leaf water and salt to ward off the harmful spirit proved to be fruitless. As she now pointed out to one of the police officer's arms, you look, look, you're covered in goose pimples. <laughs> that was how the article ended. <laughs> so. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I thought it was going to be scratch marks. but That's what I thought too, yeah. but no, goose no. pimples. Goose pimples. Um, well, so that's an interesting part is in a lot of these stories, um, the use of Hawaiian salt was used, mm. and which makes sense. It's a very deeply protective um, product to use. Salt? Salt in salt. general. Um, but apparently not with kasha. You got to play the uh, the instruments, or you got to use yeah. razors or things like right. that. Apparently, which I, I guess needs to be more widely known. Yeah. Um. So the second incident would happen. Wait, in that- let me let me real fast. Yes. Let me just interrupt you super quick. Um, Tiffany uh, sent what the obake is. Oh yes. Uh, the obake was the equivalent to a boogeyman. Yeah, boogeyman. They told us that the obake would obake would come to get us if we misbehaved. They didn't describe the nature, so it was us. It was up to us to imagine how horrific it looked. Nice. That sounds about right. They're yeah. like, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant on the part it, yeah. of your parents. Absolutely. That's yes. that's that's the way to do it. The imagination is always going to be scarier than any description. Yes. And then Melissa Thayer said. Um, 
um, that she saw a cat on the AI ghost tube app at the haunted Airbnb she works at. Uh, Lauren said, I'm putting it in my will that everyone has to do the Kasha chant at my funeral. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then uh, EO Serenity said, well, that makes sense about why uh, they use embalming chemicals. I always wondered why. Does make sense. Cool, cool. I mean, yeah, that's pure conspiracy theory. <laughs> but I happen to subscribe to it. <laughs> right. So um, the second incident would happen on Halloween 1972, of course. Um, Hulloween. 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 Oh, no. Uh, the um, yeah, it's not Michael Myers There's coming some more to get serotonin you. serotonin for you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Michael Myers coming to get you on Halloween. It's it is uh, the Kasha. Um, so, on in a Halloween editorial about a local ghost story that describes a call to HPD regarding a haunted house. Whether it is the same house from the previous story from 1942 is unknown because no address was given for either location. What is known, known though, is that an urgent call comes from three girls who are sharing a house that the neighborhood considered haunted. You know, maybe you should listen to your neighbors when you're moving into a house. Maybe like walk around the neighborhood and just be like, what do you know about that house? Because I swear that's how every good horror movie starts. Yeah, but you know, oftentimes you don't hear the stories until after you've lived there for a little bit. True. And then like, oh, you live in that house? Right. Ah, everyone who's ever lived there has been decapitated. By the kasha. <laughs> kasha. So the girls heard strange noises in the house like someone was moving around and talking. One of the girls said she felt un- an unusual sensation of something resting their hand on her arm. Mm. Consequently, they called the, uh, the HPD and involved a request for the officers to follow the girls to Papakolea, uh, where one of them lived. The girls got into their car, and the officer got into his car, then drove down Wailai Avenue. Suddenly, the girl driving pulled the car into the Oasis Cafe parking lot, where, it, uh, where the public storage of Wailai and Kapahulu are now. So if you uh, live anywhere near... This area, I believe this article came from Oahu. So if you live anywhere near that, now you know that this is where this happened at the public storage. Anyways. When you go to Hawaii, I want a lot of picture of cats. Yes. Like every cat you see. There's a lot of cats. Take a picture. That's what I'm saying is take a picture. You see a cat, take a picture. Absolutely. (laughs) And we'll see what it does. Does it burst into flames like a phoenix? Oh. (laughs) Anyways. So according to the report that the police officer would later file, the girl sitting in the middle of the front seat began fighting off something that was strangling her. However, there was nothing there. The officer left his car and reached into the girl's car to assist, but said that he was grabbed by a big calloused hand that was not there. Mm. Huh. Creepy. Huh. It was completely invisible, but it twisted his arm. That, that's when he ran back to his squad car and radioed for, uh, for assistance. The officer then put the hysterical girl in his car and urged her friends to follow him, but the squad car wouldn't start. It sounds like the Kasha are like getting starved out and they're like, we got to take somebody for our own. Almost. Although now it sounds more like that Obaku, you know, right? Because big calloused hand doesn't immediately register as cat demon. To exactly. Me. Um, so the second he placed the girl back in her own car, the other officer tried the, the motor and it started immediately. 
The two cars drove about five yards and suddenly the door of the girl's car flew open and the same girl fell out onto the road. Mm. She was tearing at her throat as if somebody was choking her. Together, the two policemen were not strong enough to pull her hands away. The Hawaiian sergeant ran into the Oasis Cafe and came out with a handful of Hawaiian salt and a glass of water, which he sprayed on everybody. Calm was immediately restored. Wow. Although this editorial... cop knew what was going down. <laughs> right. Although this editorial was meant for Halloween, the contributors, Charles Ken and Rubelite Johnson, are highly respected Hawaiian historians who also shared personal accounts in the same editorial. So that fantastic sounding story may have been based on some fact. All right. So both of those are referred to as the Kasha houses of oh sure um, Kasha house of Hawaii. Um, so could be the same house. That's that's there's kind a, of the, a, there's a, the concept yeah. there. So interesting. Which is interesting because in both accounts they said that it felt like somebody was strangling them or something, right. which sounds almost like some type of entity trying to get. It, maybe it was an entity working with Akasha. Right, like, Akasha's oh. like, if you kill that one, I'll eat it. Literally, <laughs> I'll take it with you me. You kill them, I eat them. <laughs> it's just like the garbage people of the spirit <laughs> world or the Kashas. Right. Um, but yeah, it's super interesting though. And it's interesting that they have translated over, even though you have all this sea in right. between the, sure. those countries that they both seem to have um, taken on a similar type of folklore. Yeah. Well, the commerce and travel of that region obviously, you know, um, influenced a lot of of the fear and the superstitions. And, you know, you, you show up on the shore and it's like, hey, have you heard about the fiery cat that eats people? It's like, <laughs> somebody dug up my uh, you know, uncle's uh, grave. Do you think it was that cat? Probably. 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 It could be. I don't know. I don't know why they're from New York all of a sudden. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know. You know, forget no. about it. Forget <laughs> about Giant fire cat eats, eats corpses. What do you want? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But personally, as creepy as the Kasha is, unless for sure the, that is the MO of the Kasha, that they may have just been starved out in this area. Oh, sure. And, or it's just, and now they're desperate for corpses. Exactly. And they're like, I'm going to make my own corpse. And, right. Uh, now, the thing is, is... They do, as, as an older cat, they grow into these monstrous creatures, so maybe they would have calloused hands, you oh, know? that's a good point. So, yeah, that's fair. That is a fair and solid point. Um, but it could be any number of other entities, because there wasn't really any clear indication of somebody getting dragged out as oh, yeah. a corpse, so... Is it really a Kasha? Right, it seems it? like the Kasha has a very narrow yeah, purview. Like it's Not like to me. Fiery cat that eats corpses. And then... Family distressed by strangulation ghost. Although the, the strangulation for the 1942 case did happen after, after the, the death, death. Of, a, of, mm -hmm. of, of a family member. However, deaths of family members oftentimes leave behind, you know, uh, uh, a, sort of a vortex, a portal for any number of, of entities to pour through. So, true. so uh, yeah, I can't give this any wickedness as far as I'm concerned because even in its natural state, it's a scavenger and I don't see it that much different than yeah. like a jackal or uh, a coyote or, you know, any other animal that would come around a corpse and eat it sure. because if they killed people, you could ratchet it up a little. But if they're just waiting for a corpse, just waiting for somebody to drop dead, yeah. that doesn't seem that wicked to me. That just seems like 
something that happens in nature. You know, a hyena. You know, uh, any like a number of things. Yeah, right. You know, it's a vulture. Wicked as a vulture. Uh, I, I find that like a hippopotamus is more wicked than this because <laughs> a hippopotamus will run up and eat it's you true, and just gore will. you and kill you. So um, yeah, I'm. I, I it, it seems like a natural kind of thing, even though it's a supernatural being. It does natural stuff. Um, so what? Uh, what are you giving it, Jay? What am I giving it? Yeah. I'm giving it a one uh, because. I'm giving it a one because it it, it just solely off of the fact that it looks wicked. right, right, and so I'll give it a one for that. But yeah. I mean, we're talking one. I would agree a one. Yeah, you know, for that the association with hell. Yeah, no yeah. one dragging it. It honestly, it looks scarier than it actually is. Right, right, right. Well, although you do have to protect it, you have to protect your corpses and your. You loved do have to ones. protect your corpses, but then again, that is a very human trait to have such reverence for mm-hmm. human bodies, you know, it might be much more natural to let a body be Taken absorbed and eaten and, you know, well, just whatever natural thing happens, um, we are attached to the body. And maybe we, the lesson in life is not to be so attached to the body. So maybe not so evil, but definitely fun folklore. Yes, fun folklore. And if you saw one, I, yeah, absolutely, you'd, you'd freak out. Well, yeah, I mean, flaming I mean, cattails. Just seeing a cat walking around in a robe... Being like, hey, I'm a cat. Meow. 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 What what was your number? One. You you, you gave it a one. Okay, cool. So I was dealing with the camera. All right, cool. Yeah. So one, one, one. One, one, one. One, one, one. For a total of three. That's our lowest ranking from one to wicked. Well, I love the folklore. I really do. It's a good folklore and and it's a cat. I I promise. I like the idea that your cat is like, at night I turn into a flaming monster. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) I you know, I promise that uh the the episodes to come are way more wicked than this, though. Meh. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> it's a weird promise. Okay, but here's the thing, Jay. JT only wants death and destruction. That's true. But I feel like a lot of our listeners do oh, no, enjoy. I know. No, they're gonna. Just, yeah, I mean, this episode's been super fun. It's just JT. It's just not. Shut up! We told them it would be a surprise. Oh my bad. Oh gosh. We <laughs> surprise! Did. All right, surprise. Debra, bleep it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, so um, sorry, Kasha. You you got a wah wah in the <laughs> But you see, still cool. You're a cool flaming cat. Please you're don't. Cool cat. <laughs> that, that sounds like 1920 jazz talk. You're a flaming cat. You're Ooh. a cool flaming cat. Cool flaming cat. And please don't eat me when I die. Um, I would or do I'll be dead. Well, so, do you want to get dragged into the the flaming pits of There's Kasha a long hell? line of people to go and drag me to hell. So, you know, <laughs> get in line, cat. Get in line, Kasha. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And let us know below what you would rate the Kasha um, on your scale of wickedness. But with that, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all. <laughs>